my point is, I don't think they should have shut down the Crickets Fight Club. I, I was a big fan myself. All right. Hey, yeah, everybody. See, welcome. I'll just go with you. That. <laughs> I know. I did not expect that at all. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Laugh and Be Blessed with your host, Jake and Chia Rubel. And Chia. And Chia sounds good. I do. You know why Chia sounds good? I have my own mic. Thank you, Patreon. Yeah, thanks to Patreon, Chia has her own mic I now. Do. So we can uh, both sound a little bit more newsworthy, you know? <laughs> Are you saying I didn't sound good before? I didn't sound good. You sounded great. Oh, okay. You know? That makes sense. It was always one of us could sound good and the other one would just sound like complete train wreck garbage That's trash. That's always you. It's gonna if it's gonna be one of us, it's going to be me, hundred percent. Hundred percent. We're happy that you're here with us on this uh, very special episode of Laugh and Be Blessed. So special because we have a new microphone. A new microphone. <laughs> and it's like if this is the first time you listen to the podcast, that may not be a big deal for you. Yeah, it's a very big deal for us. It is. We've been talking about it a long time. Yeah, we started this podcast. With one microphone, we were laying in bed with a microphone in between us and was just talking to each other. That's how the podcast started. And now we uh, are just at the foot of our bed at a table at with a two microphones. Table. At a card table yeah. with two microphones. It's Dreams do come true, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. They do. Uh, just listen up, folks. If, if you want folks, folks. <laughs> I thought you meant to say it like that. So I was just going with it. No, I, I meant to say folks. That's a weird word. Folks. Yeah, all right. So uh, we're excited to be here. Let's let's talk about a couple things. Let's talk about uh, what what happened over the weekend. Oh, yeah. Let's get into that. So on Friday, uh, I was... We had a busy weekend. We had a very busy weekend. It was a great weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a lot of fun. Friday night, I went to Gutty's Comedy Club and did their stand-up for sobriety show. Mm-hmm. And I was I was happy to be a part of it. I, I was just kind of thinking about it earlier. This is my thirteenth year sober, and I say thirteen years. I'm because you say it's thirteen years. I don't know for sure, but it sounds you, right. Yeah, because it's probably been a little bit longer than that. But I know you didn't drink once we were married. Right. So yeah, we've been married thirteen years. So that's I think what I, go I off think of. I I was sober a little bit before, but I know I drank like one or two beers after I got sober. Like mm-hmm. there was a couple times where I slipped up. So I, that's was, why I say thirteen because yeah. I think thirteens since I've not had any uh, yeah. alcohol or drugs. I, I, it's been thirteen years. Yeah. So, um, so I was very happy to be a part of the stand up for sobriety show at Gettys Comedy Club. So thank you. Stephen Dennis for allowing me to do that, and also st- uh, stank you. Uh, I just want to uh, uh, stank you. I just stank on it. <laughs> I want to just stank you, Rob Wilfong. Uh, thank you, Rob Wilfong, for uh, asking me to be a part of the show. Rob's the one who kind of I think put everything together and reached out to the comics. So uh, he has a last name that I feel like has to be a comedian's name. Yeah, Wilfong. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's just a great comedian last name. <laughs> and Rob's a great guy. If you, if you don't know who Rob is, anyone listen to this, if you've never heard of Rob Wilfong, you should definitely go to one of his shows. He is very unique. I've never seen another comedian like him. And he's a fantastic guy. I really, really like him. So, um, And then I met a couple of other people. There was uh, uh, Jeff. Um, I'm horrible with names. Jeff Nance, I think is his last name. Um, really nice guy. I've met him a few times doing open mics in, in Indianapolis, and he's a really, really nice guy. He sent me a, 
very, I guess I could look at his message. He sent me a very nice message today that was, we talked a little bit about uh, music and I talked about Billy Strings. Yeah, it's, it's Jeff Nance, Jeffrey Nance. I talked a little bit about Billy Strings and how his album, which is one of my, f- probably since Neil Young's Harvest or like my two favorite albums is Neil Young's Harvest mm-hmm. and Alice in Chains Unplugged. Mm-hmm. Those are probably the two albums I've listened to the most of my life. And also, I guess, the End of the Wild soundtrack. Those are all fantastic albums. And then Billy Strings came out with an album called Home, and I listened to it so many times. And then it won a Grammy, and I was so excited. I was so happy because I've been waving the Billy Strings flag for a couple years now. So that was really, really cool that like now mainstream people are like, oh, yeah, have you heard Billy Strings? And I'm like, yes, I'm so happy that you have, too. Because yeah. I'm not going to be one of these people that's just like, oh, I've liked Billy Strings like since way back when, <laughs> so you're not even cool, bro. I'm not going to be one of those people. I know a few people like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 we were just talking about him <laughs> like 10 minutes ago. I about yeah. the same person. So, uh, we're not bad people, I swear. Jeff sent me like a really nice message uh, about... Something called Bluegrass Underground that's on PBS. So I'm going to check that out a little bit more. Um, so that was that was great uh, to be with Jeff. And then there was um, another comedian. I think it was... Um, I want to say that it was like his first... First time doing like a non-open mic show, I think is what he said, which was really, really cool. Um I'm trying. His name's Chad. <laughs> I'm such a jerk. Uh, Chad Harmon was was his name, mm-hmm. and he did great. He opened up the show. He did really really good. And then our host of the night was my friend Emmanuel T. Uh, T. Emmanuel's so funny, and yeah. I really and not I only like is he f- he's such a good guy. I just really really like yeah. hanging out with him. And we'll talk more about him in a minute. So he was the host of the show, and then the headliner or the guy who closed the show out, I guess you could say, is a guy named Jay Armstrong. Mm-hmm. And I guess Jay, and he's got a really cool story. We talked a little bit in the green room about, like, in the late 90s, he was like, yeah, in the late 90s, I just decided I was going to be a a homeless drug addict in San Francisco. And I was like, I bet the stories you have are amazing. Yeah. So we've kind of been talking through Messenger a little bit because he took some pictures at the show, Mm -hmm. and they're fantastic. Yeah, those are really good pictures. Yeah, they're really good. So I'm actually talking to him about maybe... Did he dance with his phone or a camera? No, a camera. He's got a Canon camera, uh, kind of like mine. It's a little bit different, but it's the lens, he said. Ah, he said the lens on the camera costs more than the actual camera. Oh, wow. So that's, I and I guess that's the whole thing. So, gotcha. Um, so the stand-up for Sobriety Show was great. I'll tell you something that was really funny that happened at the show was I was, we were in the green room and then I went out because I wanted to check because there was a few people that were supposed to be there and I just wanted to go see if they were there. Unfortunately, they weren't able to make it. Um because I'm just not important enough. Uh, I'm just I'm totally Jeez. kidding. I think they all I four. I think they all four listen to this. Uh, so <laughs> I was just joking. I love you guys. I went out to just check and, and you know kind of see how the room was and everything. And on my way back, there was this uh, guy, and he was like, "Hey Zeus," <laughs> and I was like, uh, "Excuse me," and he goes, "Hey Zeus," and I was like, "No, I'm not Hey <laughs> Zeus, man." I was like, I'm not Hey Zeus, man. Sorry. I was like, I look like I should be. And then I kind of blew him off. Not like wow. on purpose, but the show was starting, so I had to get back stage. Yeah. 
So I didn't really blow him off. It was just more of like I didn't spend like time talking. Yeah. You so were exactly. Uh, well, he and he was tall. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm average. So I went. <laughs> At best. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> I went backstage, uh, did the show, and I I didn't do a lot of my normal jokes because I'm trying to like do some new stuff and change my my setup a little bit. At the end of the show. I was uh, standing out, out outside, and that guy came up to me with three other people. Mm-hmm. And it was his wife and a couple that they had brought to the show. And they went up, and they were like, hey, Jake, it's so good to see you again. And I was like, oh, hey, guys. Uh, and I kind of recognized them. Like, they looked familiar. Yeah. Well, it turns out they go to Gutty's all the time. Mm-hmm. So they're there a lot. And they've seen me a bunch of times there. Okay. Which I always feel weird about, because I'm like, well, then you've heard a lot of my stories and yeah. stuff. Turns out Apparently they like they it. Like it. Yeah. Because they were like, well, you didn't do some of your jokes. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm trying out some new stuff. I'm sorry. And they're like, yeah, you didn't do your Vietnam Jesus joke. And I was like, oh, hey, hey Zeus. Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that makes wow. so much sense. I felt bad, so I gave him merch for free. I gave him a free koozie. <laughs> Good. You should feel bad. I did. I felt really it bad. It was like, oh, this is a really funny little I joke. I know. And then I was like, no way, and dude. It's not me. And this comedian didn't catch it Mm-mm. yeah so that was that was cool and then it was fun because they brought their friends and they're like yeah we brought them out to see you and uh we were really excited and then you didn't do some of your jokes so whenever you got off stage we were telling them all the jokes that you didn't oh. do and i was like this is probably funnier coming from you guys <laughs> let's be honest so that was a really good show and then um, and then the next night, Saturday night, we went, we drove down to Evansville mm-hmm. to do a show for uh, a booker down there named Josh Turley, who is a really good booker. He puts on some really good shows. Um, this one wasn't the best show, uh, yeah. but it wasn't the worst. Like yeah. it was, it was a completely okay show. Yeah. It, it, it didn't make me it was fun. uncomfortable. I've been to shows that I've been like... Uh, yeah, like you feel bad. <laughs> I'm like, I need to leave. Yeah, I. It was nothing like that. It was no. just. It, it was just not. I mean, the night before, I was in a theater doing a show. Yeah. You know, and it's then a I. Different. Feel. So, um, it's funny too because I was doing a, in a theater doing a sobriety show, and then the next night I'm in a, a dark, <laughs> dark bar doing a show for people getting drunk. You know. You know, it's comedy, but it it was great. The the thing that made it really fun is that we drove down with uh, Emmanuel. He was on the show, and Grant Volkmar was on the show, mm-hmm. and I love those guys so much. Like, yeah. they made it so fun driving down and then hanging out at the show and kind of cutting up, and it was just a really weird crowd that mm-hmm. was there, so that kind of made it a weird show. Was, like, the crowd wasn't bad by any means. They just... Instead of laughing, they would just kind of like smile and nod their head. But I think it was because it was just, you know, a weird night. Well, and a lot of the stuff, like, I was laughing more than I think they knew I was laughing, but I had my mask on. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, yeah, I, because that makes I it I don't weird. always have a super loud laugh, and you guys had the speakers right by you. That's true. So I don't know, people were, there was more laughs than they... We're thinking they were getting. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but it was fun. And then at the end of the show, and I got to see a couple people for, like, there's a guy named Mike Wells that's out of uh, Dayton, Ohio, and I got to see him. And I, we've only met a couple times at Open Mic, so that was cool mm-hmm. to, like, hang out with him after the show. And met a couple other comics, and at the very end of the show, one of the comics almost fought 
a guy. Yeah, that was interesting. That was fun. I I loved yeah. that uh, because I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> so <laughs> I just I stayed by watching. Yeah, and then uh, but Josh, I, I'll tell you what, Josh is really the Booker is really impressing me. The way yeah. that he's, you know, he had he's he's getting better lighting. He's making sure that the sound system is good. He's got nice intro music now. Like he's mm-hmm. doing legit shows. Well, that's where you know someone really wants to be professional is after every show he's like okay what worked what didn't work what am i going to change and Absolutely. then he does it yeah yeah and he's yeah. been doing really good with it yeah. so um i'm looking forward to doing more shows with him i think that was his last show i don't know if this is like common knowledge but uh okay <laughs> shouldn't have told me bro i have a podcast that uh you know tens of people listen to <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but I think that's the last time he's going to be at that location. So yeah. he's got a couple other things he's going to start working nice. on. Um, and then on the way back home, we just almost died a bunch of times. Yeah. Uh, that that was an interesting ride home. We it, it was a fun ride home, and it was all good until it started raining. And then it was one of the worst rainstorms we have ever had to drive in. Yeah. Luckily, it was super late, so not a lot of people were on the road. Because half the time, I was like, can you even see It was rough to see driving? sometimes. And then <laughs> there's one point where off in the not very far distance as we're approaching, it was very, it looked very foggy, but there was almost like a blue light in the sky. And when I seen it at first, I kind of just stared at it. And I thought, is there something on the windshield? Is the windshield just getting foggy? And now there's this weird, like, glare. And I looked at it for a minute. And then as we approached it, at the same time, all four of us said, whoa. Yeah, and like, apparently everyone in the car seen the same thing I did. And none of us said anything. Because we were like, mm, I feel like this is a ghost we're approaching. Something's going on. Yeah, it was weird because it was it was uh, just in the middle of the road. It was so It was weird. just a big white cloud, like right in the middle. Yeah. And then as soon as we drove into it, it was you couldn't see anything. It's no. just white. white. I had to stop in the middle <laughs> no, of the interstate. Yeah, Jake, like you you braked, and we all said whoa at the same time. Did you take so long? Because you were like, what? Do is it broke? Yeah. Is that why you took so long? Did I could broke s- or break? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was breaking it. I think he was breaking it in the middle of the broke. But we survived. Yeah, we got, we got home. So that was, it was a good weekend. Yeah. Like I had fun. I had a busy weekend too. Uh, I'm in a weird place at work right now. I'm, I'm homeless again. Mm, so yeah. I work at the rehab unit at work. And when COVID hit, it kind of, shook things up so last march we shut our unit down and i had to be moved to a different unit for a few months and then when we opened my unit back up i thought oh great we're gonna go back to having rehab patients and rehab for my unit is not like like drug rehab it's you know physical therapy and uh occupational speech therapy um so a little different rehab than some people might be thinking. Mm-hmm. But um, I thought, oh, we'll go back and I'll be great. So I get back on the first day we're open and find out that one hallway is, in fact, rehab. But the other hallway is a med surge unit, which is the kind of unit that I had been loaned out to for a few months. So I was like, oh, okay. And I thought we'd go on like that for a while and then go back to rehab. And we did go on like that for a while. And then we went completely med surge, so I had no more rehab patients. And I was like, okay, well, this is still different than what I'm supposed to be doing, but that's fine. And then on April 5th, we were opening back up as rehab. So I was super excited. I thought, we'll ride this out. 
And then because of just needing to deep clean the unit and get it set back up for rehab and staffing issues, we shut down again. So Yay. <laughs> so for the past two weeks, I've been back on um, the previous unit that I had been loaned to, and I am there for another week. And then I should be back on rehab. So I've been shuffled around quite a bit because of COVID, but that's fine. Everyone's life has been disrupted due to COVID. But um, I just worked four days in a row this week and being on a different unit and they do things a little different. And um, some of their, the patients there are, are sicker than what I had on my unit, even when I had med surge. Um, it's a little bit more draining. So when I came home on Friday, I had all this stuff that I thought I needed to do. And I was just going to stay up for a few more hours. And Jake was like, no, 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 just go to sleep with me. And I thought, okay. So I went to sleep at 10 o'clock in the morning on Friday. And I did not wake up until 4 a.m. on Saturday. Yeah. I slept 18 hours. There was a little bit of time where I woke up because Jake was at a show on Friday. So the kids came in the bedroom and hung out and watched TV in here. And they're like, Mom, what's for dinner? And I was like, um, I don't know. What are you going to make yourself? Yeah, go make a pizza, kid. <laughs> so they did. And I got up and helped them a little bit with like the pizza and stuff. But for the most part, I slept. And I needed it. Yeah, I'm glad you did. Yeah. I mean, you could because the rest of the weekend. Uh, I had a great weekend. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I, like I said, I got up 4 a.m. on um, Saturday and just kind of spent some time by myself and read. And then about 8 o'clock in the morning, I went to the vet to get our dog Wishbone's ashes mm-hmm. and set up some appointments. And then I came home and I was like, man, I... I don't want to waste this day. I feel really good and energetic. So the kids are still asleep because, you know, it's Saturday. And it's like 9 o'clock. And I wake Jasmine up. And I was like, Jasmine, wake up. And she didn't want to wake up. And she's like, oh, no. And I was like, come on, wake up. Let's go shoe shopping. And she goes, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and she got up. So I took her shopping. And then we came back and got the boys and went to lunch and went to the park. And then I came home and rested <clears throat> for a little bit. And then I went to the show with Jake and... Yeah, it was a good weekend. I was glad that yeah. you, uh, like I said, I'm, yeah, I'm glad that you actually was yeah. hibernating for a while so you could yeah. <laughs> spend time I with us and, and good times. So. Sunday was great, too, because we went to church, and then we went shopping with the kids and went and got my spray tan. Went out to eat with some friends. Yep. Yeah. And we that don't do great. that. Very, we no. never do that anymore, so that was nice. Oh, no. No one does that anymore. So, <laughs> if yeah, so that was our weekend. It was it was good. I Like I said, I had some great shows, and I have some really fun shows coming up, too, so um I'm going to be at the Comedy Attic April 9th and 10th. So that's just coming up in a couple of weeks, actually. Mm-hmm. I'm really, oh, really excited. I need excited. to buy my tickets. Yeah, so um, a buddy of mine, Dusty Slay from Nashville, Tennessee, uh, one of the funniest comedians working today. He is my favorite comedian that's working today. So I'm super blessed to be able to call him a friend. Um, as long as, you know, his healing, I know he just had to have emergency surgery. So, um, you know, say some prayers for him. He's still healing. But he is going to be at the Comedy Attic April 9th and 10th. For There's four shows that he's going to be there for, so um, two shows a night. And you're going to love it. It's Go to the show. He's so funny. I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to do a guest spot, so I'm just going to do uh, you know just a few minutes up top. But that's awesome. I'm so stoked to do this. It's going to be so much I'm fun. I'm super excited. So that's coming up April uh, 9th and 10th, get those tickets. And then I'm going to be back at Gutty's Comedy Club. I'm going to be featuring for Robert G. Lee on April 30th. 
Um, Robert G. Lee is very funny. He's been doing comedy a long time. He is somebody that I'm really, really excited to work with. I can't wait to meet him and hang out backstage and just kind of talk to him a little bit about comedy. And from what I'm to understand, he's a, a great resource to just kind of bounce things off of and talk with. So I'm I'm stoked to do that. So that's going to be on April 30th at Gutty's Comedy Club. You can just go to gutty'scomedyclub.com to get tickets for that. And then I will be at um, Black Circle Brewing. Brewery? Brewery? Can you talk I can't. And I don't, you know, I'm not even going to try to anymore. I'm going to be at Black Circle Brewery? Brewing? I don't know. (laughs) It's Black Circle in Indianapolis, Indiana, April 25th. It's called The Sunday Show. It is showcasing some of the best comics in Indianapolis. I've seen some, uh, and not just indie, but um, surrounding states as well. They've had some people from like New York pop in. This is a great show. I am honored to be on it. So it is a free show. Um, nice. Go go to it. So if you're around Indianapolis anyways, they do these. I don't know if it's every Sunday or not. I feel like it's every Sunday. Um, but yeah, just check it out on Facebook. Uh, Tyson Cox shares a lot of the stuff, and he's a very funny indie comic. He shares a lot of stuff on Facebook, so check that out. So that's going to be Sunday, April 25th. I will be there. Um and yeah, so those are some fun shows coming up. Then I have some stuff that I'm working on for um, May as well. So yeah, so um, April's pretty much almost every weekend in April's booked out now because we are going to be um, in South Carolina uh, one of those weekends. Yes. So yeah, so that's what's been going on. Now you said um, <clears throat> you're reading. Uh, let's talk about reading. You know what I need to do? What is figure out some transition music. For like reading, and then transmission. Transmission. What is wrong with me? I need a transmission because I want to go from zero to sixty real quick, baby. Uh, oh and then God. like some transitional music for like you know what we're watching on TV, and maybe even like the shows that I've had go. I don't know, uh, but I feel weird if I reach back out to the guy who keeps giving us all this free He's music. He's hearing you now, so I'll edit this out. I won't. Okay. <laughs> but that, uh, Michael, you don't have to do it. <laughs> if you want to, I'm not going to stop you because you're an amazing musician. But I I wasn't saying that, like, let's see if we can get some more freebies from this guy. <laughs> I'm going to give him a shirt. I think he's coming to one of the Dusty Slay shows. So okay. I'll figure out what size t shirt he is. There he's got to go. get something. There you go. Right? So, anyways, uh, sure. you've been reading Florence Nightingale. Yes. You're just, you're, you're getting your books in for yeah. Women's Appreciation Month. Yes, I am. Do you know who Florence Nightingale is? She was uh, a nurse who, uh, like, the system that's kind of set up now for, like, clean stuff. Like, she set up, like, this is how we are clean nurses, how to keep people from, like, getting infections and stuff. Is that right? Yeah. What up? I didn't know you would know that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Come I'm on, reading girl. Uh, Florence Nightingale. Hey, hey. <laughs> I am proud of you. Look I'm how big so this head is. Look you. how big this head is. I really There's am. so many brains I, in it. When you said a nurse, I was like, okay, it's probably going to stop there. But No, uh, man, I use this gray matter. <laughs> so Florence Nightingale, The Courageous Life of the Legendary Nurse. It's a really, really good book. Uh, I chose this book because I'm a nurse. <laughs> there we go. That the way you just, the yeah, but the way you just said that. <laughs> was like I felt like it was you're you were on like a game show or like a reality show and you're like I chose this book because really I'm a nurse and I felt like 
You know, you know what I'm saying? Whenever there's just like, I got. I it. chose this charity because it means a lot to me. Yeah. Okay, sorry. See, I'm a professional. Yeah, you're very good at this. Um, but I'm a nurse and uh, a woman. There we go. There's two. But the third is a Christian as well. Um, and Florence Nightingale started. She she wanted to become a nurse. It wasn't um. Oh, how do I want to say? It wasn't the esteemed career that it is today mm. it was like oh a woman's dirty job um so if you were like high class or even middle class you weren't supposed to be a nurse but she said she felt like god reached out to her and said it was her calling and it's all she could think about it so what so was she like high class she was middle class she's middle class, middle class. okay but um so yes the the uh the way nursing is viewed today uh, really built off of what Florence Nightingale did. Uh, used to when you were being cared for in any kind of hospital or facility like that, uh, everything was dirty. It was nasty. She said she would walk in these hospitals and just the smell alone mm. would make her stomach turn. Uh. Um, just bedpans not being clean. Uh People being overcrowded in rooms, the smell of infection because wounds weren't being cleaned properly, uh, and she thought that a change needed to be made, and she's absolutely right because the way that we treat infection and keep people from getting infections is cleanliness. Right. So, I mean, yeah. you think today uh, everything in an OR has to be completely sterile. You know, you're not going to be cut on by a scalpel that someone just you know that a surgeon just used on someone else but that's what they would do so a lot of and that's all because that's like what she yeah she she started that that revolution right there so i'm reading that and then i'm up to um 12 out of 15 books to be read this year i read uh, now four of those were real quick little romance novels but i do like them you know but that's the same as me reading like a graphic novel yeah you know yeah it's like does it count sure and i read those on my phone so i really don't know how i mean they're like usually 35 to 40 chapters but i don't know how (coughs) oh oh my gosh okay (laughs) yeah i don't know how like thick of a book that actually is but um so the, when I finish this, and I should finish this tonight, that'll be my 13th book. And then my wonderful, wonderful colleagues at work have put me in quite a bit of a pickle. Yeah, because you have to read this yes, next one. So I'm already reading books that are not on my to-be-read list, mm-hmm. which I feel like I'm kind of safe because I got time. Yeah. Um, uh, don't get cocky. So That's true. You know? I need to calm down. Um, Ninja kicked the butt. But last year I read... I only got to 12. Mm-hmm. So I'm already doing... Better, yeah. Yeah, That's better. great. So I got Florence Nightingale from the library, and at the same time I got... Now, what's Florence Nightingale about? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but the other book I got is one of my Wizard of Oz books, the ones that I said... So it's the books that I said when I was a kid that I was going to read this entire series, and then I didn't. And I guess since it was a goal from childhood, I have to finish it up. And I do like them. Uh, So I was going to read that book next. However, my wonderful colleagues have decided we are circulating a book called Kill Shot. 
and I guess it's a book about a pharmaceutical company and um, it's called a shadow industry a deadly disease I guess there was this pharmaceutical company that um, had this big scam that it was exploited mm. um, so I have to read that because it went from I, I think I am the third co-worker to get it but there's a fourth Waiting, for, waiting it. for it. You'll read it pretty quick, so, though. Well, that's what they told me. They said it's a quick read, so. That's nice. So I, um, I'm i still reading Stephen King's Wizard and Glass. How many books have you read this year? Uh, how many books have I read? Let's check. Yeah. Um, I'm also reading through um, Preacher Volume 1, which is a, a graphic novel. It's a pretty big graphic novel, though. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because it's like it takes a lot Is of the. Is it the one sent over there? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty thick. Yeah, so I'm, but still, I'm, so I've read six books. Six? Okay. Yeah, so not the best, but. Mm. Well, it's because you read these I know, I read thousand really, page yeah. books. I don't, and I know I've said this before, if it's more than 400 pages, I'm like, meh, make it. Make I don't know. Books. I don't know. Sometimes I like it. Sometimes I don't. Right now, it's just kind of rough because usually once you hit about the middle of a Stephen King book, not all of them. Like Salem's Lot was fantastic the whole way through. You would love Salem's Lot. That's the one Stephen King book that I think you would really dig because it's vampires. Yeah. So I'll, I will would, read yeah. a Stephen King book one day. And I think that's probably the one that I'm going to get you to yeah. read because it's really good. But I mean, there's a lot of them that I really do like. Mm-hmm. It's just I, I, it's such a goal of mine to read all the Dark Tower books but it's so daunting yeah because they're they're so big has this one picked up uh not really no kind of it's just it's like a flashback thing so i'm just like stuck in this flashback that i just don't care about i'm like (laughs) i just want to get back to their reality so i i forgot to mention i also finished ready player two Oh, I think we talked about that last. Did we? I think I we have talked about that. Remember. I can't. I can't remember for sure, but I feel like we did talk about oh. that. And yeah, was, I love that book. Last week it, was it so was, long ago. Yeah, it was really good. Well, we uh, had Steve. Steve. Yeah. So, so I don't I think don't we really talked about books no. other than him not reading. Right. <laughs> so, which we'll release the second half of the Steve Porter invasion uh, <laughs> later. Uh, it'll be like a bonus episode. Um, there we go. So we're gonna do. So I'm I'm still finishing up preacher. I want to finish that book. That's one of the ones that's on my to read list. So, um, and then as far as like watching, like what we've been watching. Uh, <sighs> see, this is where it'd be cool. Just be like, doo, doo, doo. yeah. I don't know. I feel like we transition fine. You think so? Yeah. I just want to be so so professional that people are like, who is this guy? I who's this lady and who is this guy? Uh, yeah, but. Don't you think part of our appeal is that we're just like real chill and we're like, eh? I don't know. I mean, so anyways, what we've been <laughs> watching is uh, we are. I've been watching Sons of Anarchy again, and uh, I don't know. I know here's here's my here's my biggest issue with Sons. Now, a, I am completely aware that this is a man soap opera. Yes. Like one hundred percent, and I'm okay with that. I'm comfortable. With my uh, viewing sexuality, I don't know. I don't know how to say it. the 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 shows. I a lot of times I watch shows that most men probably do not watch. Like I uh, <laughs> I recently bought the first season of Degrassi: The Next Generation. Yeah, we never finished it. No, we, we didn't. I love that show, I and I watched. I, I've watched all of my so-called life again recently. I'll watch a bunch of different things, you know what and the I'm okay best with it. Thing about Degrassi is 
uh, seeing Drake. Like Jimmy can walk. now. Jimmy can walk now. Exactly. I don't if know you who didn't this know. Drake. Okay, so if is, for but... anyone who doesn't know, the rapper Drake, it was a uh, a child star on a show called Degrassi: The Next Generation in Canada. So he in the show, no spoilers, but in the show something happens because you guys all need to go watch it. Yeah, you do. No spoilers from yeah. the '90s or early 2000s, whenever if it was. You out. haven't viewed Degrassi yet. Uh, at one point, Jimmy, a.k.a. Drake, is in a wheelchair. Yes, and that's how we knew him. So when we first seen Drake, we were just like, oh, Jimmy can walk. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, I've been rewatching Sons. Here's something really funny that we talk about a lot. Um, Sons of Anarchy is a really good show, I feel like. I like it. If you talk to certain people who are Harley enthusiasts, mm-hmm. they mock the show. Yeah. And they're like, oh, man, everyone who watches that show, like, they're posers and stuff. And it's just like, I don't care. You call me what a poser. What do you mean poser? Because we like it. So, because I love The Godfather, I'm a poser. Like, I think I'm in the mafia. That's my thing. It's, it's, like it's, <laughs> ju- it's just a TV show about, uh, you know, a society that I have nothing to do with. Yeah. Now... I will say this, if I watched Sons of Anarchy and then I got a leather vest that had the Reaper on the back of it, and I started, you know, doing everything that they do, then yeah, Yeah. I'd be like, okay, well, you're, because that's that's gonna, but at the same time, why is that not okay? People wear Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles t-shirts all the time. I mean, you're wearing a Grateful Dead shirt right now. Exactly. So, like, I technically, there might be, I wear Reapers on my shirt sometimes. But here's the thing. So, who cares? If somebody likes it that much, if it brings them joy and happiness. Now, there is a danger to it. If you wear a, a vest that is just, it says, like, Sons of Anarchy MC on it. And it says like one percenter on it and stuff. And you go into uh, a neighborhood that is ran by a legit biker club. Yeah. They will make you take that off or you're going to get beat down. Yeah. There are stories of guys who just didn't know any better wearing yeah. it that are like, dude, don't do this again. Like, yeah. We earned the right to wear this patch. You mm-hmm. just watch the TV show. I get that side yeah. of it. So maybe don't go all out. But yeah, if you're wearing a hoodie or something like that because it's a TV show you love, who cares? Mm-hmm. I don't know why people care. I, I really don't know either. I, I It baffles me that people yeah. spend so much time being so negative towards others. I think that it. goes back to what we were saying earlier, though. Like, There's just some people sometimes that like to be like, I liked that before it was cool. Yeah. Or like... No, this is my thing and you can't have it. So it's like if they're a motorcycle enthusiast, they're like, yeah, but then once Sons of Anarchy came out, tons of people started acting like they they ride Harleys or they ride well, motorcycles or whatever. Well, maybe people didn't realize how much they would like a bike until exactly. they watched it and they're like, oh, maybe well, not I just like that, that. Not just that, but then like if more people are into the thing that you're into, guess what? Yeah. You'll get more of that thing because yeah. then the people who make that thing know they can make mm-hmm. more money off of it. Exactly. So like for me... Whenever that kind of stuff happens with me, I'm stoked. Well, it's like when you talk about these remakes of certain cartoons like DuckTales and stuff and people get mad and you're like, you realize it's not for us. Right. It's We already like it. Exactly. Now they're trying to hit a different market. But now because they have hit a different market for our kids, not only are we going to get more of that item, but they're going to go back to the retro stuff too. And then we get, now there's DuckTales t-shirts coming yeah. out and all... So I like well, look it. Look at all the super like 
finding superhero t-shirts is so easy oh, now. So I mess up a word and you call me out, but you say superhero. <laughs> I don't know what you heard, but I said superhero. You're like superhero. Uh, maybe that's what's wrong. Is something's wrong with your hearing. Maybe. And it's making you say things wrong. I, I did spend time. I, I did spend time. Fine. You what? <laughs> it's, you can't even say the word. You say the word. <laughs> Enunciate? Enunciate. I did say it. Enunciate. <laughs> you don't have to like eat the mic whenever you laugh. Uh, you told me to be right up on it. Yeah, I know. So, but I, yeah, that's my thing is I like it. Like, I like whenever they redo stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Because the thing that really kills me is whenever they're like, you shouldn't touch it. Leave it alone. I'm like, look, the, the thing that's going to happen is they're going to put out something that you may not like. The worst case scenario is you don't like that thing and then just don't watch it. Yeah. Just because something else came out doesn't mean the original thing goes away. Mm-hmm. You still have that original thing. I don't get why people freak out about it. Like, whenever they, they did, DuckTales or Ninja Turtles has been rebooted so many times. Yeah. And then you always see people, or a great example of this is Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Like, whenever the prequels came out, people hated it. And still to this day, people just trash it. And I'm like, yeah. But you realize there's an entire generation of people who love those movies because they were children mm-hmm. when they came out. And those movies were made for those kids yeah. because George Lucas wanted an entirely new generation yeah. of people to like his movies. And it worked. People, The yeah. kids that grew up. Oh, Roman. The the character people complain the most about is Jar Jar Binks. Roman, and Roman loves, loves him. him because it Jar- was created it's his favorite. for him. Yeah. Jar Jar Binks is his favorite Star Wars character. Yeah. And that's fine. Who cares? Like, if it's not, if you don't like him, that's fine. Oh, he ruined the movies. No, he didn't. I, it's not for you, man. I'm and even very the new, childish. I like and, him. And even the new Star Wars movies, that the the ones that came out the most recent, yeah. people even hated on those. And I'm like, really? they did such a good job of tying in, of, of throwing in enough stuff that I liked it because it was nostalgic, mm-hmm. but then also new stuff for my kids. Like, it was a yeah. perfect blending. People just can't be happy. No, you know? And can't. here we are being negative and complaining about people complaining. So it's just a never-ending cycle. I mean, it's true. Yeah. So but, but, um, speaking of which, this is a really good time for us to get into a mental health check-in. All right. And now it's time for a mental health check-in. All right. I'm going to be honest. Uh, mentally, I have been doing fantastic. Yeah. I've been doing so good. I've been feeling now. Um, the last week, for whatever reason, my sleep schedule was so messed up that You're I grouchy. I was sleeping so weird, mm-hmm. and it was like I would only sleep like two or three hours at a time, and then have to get up and do stuff. And then I did, I didn't get any of my articles done, so I'm a week late on my articles. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I still have a job. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, just for whatever reason, I just could not be get motivated to do anything, mm-hmm. and I I was worried that I was becoming depressed again. But yeah. uh, but luckily, nope. I just kind of worked really hard to not go down that route, and mm-hmm. I've been feeling really really good. Um, I got a couple messages actually uh, this weekend from people who are dealing with uh, just different mental issues. They're dealing with you know depression. Um, somebody reached out to me that seemed like they were, without saying they were suicidal, I feel like they were trying to tell me that they were they mm-hmm. were feeling suicidal. They were just kind of saying that they felt very lost, they felt very hopeless and stuff. And we had a well, really you can, good... you can have suicidal ideation without being suicidal. Exactly, yeah. So I don't know exactly what the plan was there. Um, 
and I've not even talked to this guy in years. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a really long time since I've talked to this person. So just the fact that they felt comfortable enough to reach out to me was kind of cool. Um, I'm not a counselor. I can't help them, you know, mm-hmm. with any way like that. So basically what I just did was I uh, told him some things that worked for me. I, t- I gave him some recommendations, and then I gave him the phone number of a professional counselor who's become an acquaintance of mine. Um, actually, it's the guy who owns and runs uh, Serenus. Oh, okay. So yeah. uh, gave him um, his cell phone number, and, you know, they, they reached out. So I'm hoping that something happens there. And that's somebody who we still really want to get on the podcast because I, I just feel like that would be a, a great tool for us to have. It's laugh and be blessed. Like, yeah. that would be a blessing to have him on. So we're still kind of working out the details there. But, yeah, I felt like I, I've been feeling really good. And then, you know, just getting that and kind of, like, have me having to be clear-headed to like give that advice mm-hmm. was was nice just to me be like well i i have to i can't be a hypocrite i can't be like well this is what you should do if i'm not doing it yeah so that was kind of nice and then i did get a couple other messages from people that were asking for some advice and um I, if i can help i'm glad to help i'm just not a professional you know i did i have done counseling but that was one of the thing my issues with religion is that i was pushed into this counseling um, position kind of that I should never have been in without yeah. any kind of, you know, uh, education, education yeah, yeah, whatsoever. No so, training. Right. um, but yeah. And that's another thing is that like, uh, spiritually I've been feeling really good. Yeah. You know, I've been feeling like I am trying to get, uh, I wouldn't say like trying to get back into like religion per se, but I'm definitely trying to be more okay with the idea of church and with the yeah. idea of, religion with with all that stuff um, without losing the ground that I feel like I've gained spiritually or my relationship with God that independently I've I've gained here yeah. lately so how have you been feeling um so I had a bit of a rough week I really think my problem was sleep I was feeling like uh well I I doubt myself as a mom all the time but I always want to do things with the kids and um they had their spring break last week the week before and I took five nights off in a row I thought this is gonna be great we're gonna do so much stuff and we did do stuff but not like I wanted because I I was still on like a partial night schedule so I was wasn't waking up till like noon or one and then I just felt like real sluggish and awful and I just think it's because I need to catch up on sleep supposedly you can't catch up on sleep I don't believe that because this weekend proved that I, I slept 18 hours and I felt amazing. I felt better than I have in a really long time. Um, so I think that was just the problem is I haven't been getting adequate sleep and then it makes me feel sluggish and then I don't do the things I want to do with the kids and then I feel like a crap mom and it's just a vicious cycle. So, but I, I right now I feel phenomenal. I feel great and I feel, um, talking about spirituality I feel better spiritually as well uh reading this book on Florence Nightingale it's really helped me because I used to struggle a lot uh growing up and anyone who grows up at least in um uh Christianity I I don't know if other religions are like this but in Christianity you're always taught everyone has a ministry and but you are led to believe often that that is within the church so I always felt like there was stuff I wanted to be involved in, but I worked a lot too. And I always felt like I, I was giving and giving and giving. 
and never having time for myself. And what I figured out a year or so ago is that every time I walked into work, every time I walked into the hospital, I felt like I was in church. And reading this book has really helped me realize that your ministry or your purpose doesn't have to be confined to one certain place or what others' ideas are. So my ministry is being a nurse. It is caring for others. And I think your ministry is bringing joy to people. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that's what it is, is when you find your purpose, you can't put yourself in the box that other people um, want to put you in. You can't say, well, my purpose in life or my ministry in life has to be confined to this building and what these people's ideals are, what society's ideas are of what is important. Right. We do all have a purpose, but you have to find out what your purpose is outside of the box. So I didn't mean it. my special purpose. <laughs> oh, sorry. So I think, um, that's that's really helped me spiritually is realizing this is my ministry. Yeah. Now there's stuff at the church that maybe at times I might be involved in. I might be, you know, volunteer for a dinner or something, but I don't think I will ever have a ministry within a church again. Yeah, but I think that like what you're saying is that the words ministry and the words purpose are synonymous with each other. Yeah. Like it's okay I, yeah. that they're this it's the same thing, but whenever mm-hmm. we say the word ministry, it almost has it's like a tainted word sometimes because yes. it makes us think that we're only allowed to have a ministry if like the church deems us worthy of yes. having that ministry or if we go through the proper steps or something. But it's like, mm-hmm. well, yeah, but your ministry is nursing. Yeah. And you did go through the proper I steps. Did, exactly. You went to school. And not mm-hmm. only, you have two college degrees and you're yeah. going to be working on your third one. Yeah. So, yeah, you definitely went down the proper. Right. And not just that, but in every, you know, the Bible does say in everything we, in all things, give thanks to God. Mm-hmm. So exactly. if you're doing, if you're a nurse and you're nursing, mm-hmm. yeah, nursing, uh, well, let's, okay. You're not nursing people in the hospital, right? <laughs> no. Is that, is that, that's not the, that's not the proper word. If I shouldn't say Caretaker. nursing. Caretaker. If you're, if you're doing nursey things, yeah, there we go. you know, and you're doing it for God, then yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's, it's your purpose. It's a ministry but. and it makes you, it does fulfill you. Like you are right. It is the same thing for me whenever I do a show. Mm-hmm. And I go up and I feel a connection with the audience. And I feel like in that moment, like we all come together and uh, we're all laughing together. Because I still, even the same, it's the same stories a lot of times that I'm telling on stage. Because uh, I am new to comedy. You know, I've only been doing it for a couple of years now. So, you know, I have 30 minutes, 35 minutes of material mm-hmm. that I'm doing and I interchange stuff and I do a lot of, you know, talking to the audience and everything. But a lot of times I'm telling the same stories. Right. I still laugh at the stories. Like whenever yeah. I'm on stage and you hear me laughing or see me laughing, I'm really laughing because I'm remembering when that when Roman said that or remembering right. when these things happened to Holden or Jasmine or or, or whatever. So I, it's, the things are funny to me. Mm-hmm. Um so in that moment, like when we're all laughing together, you know, it's a unity thing. And yeah. I do feel like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, bringing people together. Yeah. And I did. laughter, yes. And there's been times that I have fought the the idea of, should I be doing this? Uh, you know, it's because it's not always easy. Like, it's right. not easy to find work. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times you feel like you're pimping yourself out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because like we were at that show last night and there's a guy who runs a mic and, and um 
what I say, Dayton. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, he, I was like, Are you, so you're running the mic? And I was like, well, man, I'd love to come do it. And then you almost feel like gross, like almost like you're promoting yourself. You're being like, yeah. hey, I can do that mic, man. I'd love to come do that, the, you know, come do that show. I hear great things about your club, mm-hmm. which is all true, but it's like, you know, I don't want to seem like needy because I'm not needy. I've mm-hmm. been very lucky. I'm getting shows. But at the same time, I'm like, well, I want more stuff and I want to yeah. branch out and I want to meet but more that's, people. That's putting in the work. And it's weird. It just yeah. feels weird to be like, I'm the guy that you want. <laughs> you know, I think that's why comics like eventually having like an agent yeah. and a booker to like do that for them. Mm-hmm. So that way they don't feel like weird about it. Like, yeah. I don't know. I just. I no, I get I get what you're saying. I'd feel weird. That's why I like the the path I went down because I'm like all I gotta do is take this test. Literally, unless I need help, I don't have to like put myself out there. Yeah. Well, and I guess that's where like if I have a good video and I could submit the video to bookers, then they can see it and it just speaks for itself. Yeah. But still, in the email, I have to be like, "This is who I am. These <laughs> are the things that I can do for you." Yeah. So I don't know. But yeah, that's good. I'm glad we're both yeah. like, it's rare that we're both on like a good, you know. Uh, it's either or usually. Yeah, usually one yeah. of us is, is, is kind of battling some stuff, yeah. which is probably a good thing right. that we're not doing it like at the same time. Yeah. So um, Some balance in life. Yeah. But, but yeah, I think, you know, just focusing on our purpose is important. And I know we keep talking about spirituality and our and ministry and stuff, and I, I know not everyone who listens to this shares those same beliefs mm-hmm. or opinions as us, but I think as a collective, we can all agree that everyone in this universe does have a purpose to be right. here. Um, and you might go to your regular nine to five job. Maybe that's not your purpose, but maybe your purpose is every day when you get off work, you go to the same gas station. You are kind to that same clerk every single day because Maybe when they go home, that's the only kindness they had all day long was yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. And that is your purpose, just to be kind. Yeah. No, yeah. and I, yeah, I, going back to like, you know, we're, we're bringing up a lot of religion. So we're not really, we're not bringing up any religion. Mm-hmm. We're just saying these are the things that manifest the, the ideas in us. Yeah. So whatever it is that you buy into, you know, whether it's like the, the universe is one or, or energies or all that stuff. Man, we don't know. Yeah. We don't know if we're right. <laughs> we're just yeah. trying to get by. So mm-hmm. whatever helps you get by, like we're completely open to it. As long as it just helps people and it doesn't hinder anyone or hurt anyone, let's let's yeah. all figure it out together. Um, yeah. A cool way to bring people together, like a really cool way that that, that show like a community is uh, the people that uh, are important to us. Mm-hmm. That kind of show that we're a part of a community. Yeah. We're talking about the ultimate blessed ones. That's right. We're talking about our Patreon supporters. Patreons. If you go to patreon.com slash laugh and be blessed, you can become a blessed one like our supporters. So cultish. It is. It, become a blessed become one. Become a blessed one. I just think it's fun we're to say. We're even asking for money. We are cult leaders. Oh, snap. <laughs> I promise I will never try to have sex with anyone's spouse. Isn't that what, only my own? <laughs> oh, like, so does that mean if they're not married? I'm really no, no, confused. No, no. That's not, I just feel like that's where cult leaders mess up. I wish, yeah, I, I wish there was I, a camera to take a picture of the look I just gave you. I wish that we could go back and not go straight from spiritual talk to being like, you should give us money. But that's literally what we just did. We went from talking about 
your purpose, your spirituality, your purpose. Become a blessed one in this universe and become a collective whole. Go to Patreon.com <laughs> and donate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we're not a cult. Uh, we, <laughs> we're just saying if you would like to help support the podcast, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash laugh and be blessed. What does, what, what, what does, uh, the money that they give us go to though, Chia? It goes to this mic. Yeah, it goes to helping the show. It pay, it helps pay the bills. Yeah, I guess, I guess we still need stuff like, I'm like, we got the mic, we don't need anything else. <laughs> no, like we, we still have the bills that we're playing, we're playing, we're paying wow. for the podcast uh, and there's some more things that we do want to get we want to get a mixing board eventually and um, we are discussing we're going to build a studio so that way it's not like yeah. right here at the, in, in our bedroom so that's yeah, another we'll thing that it to, goes to we'll have to go through another door to do this. it's gonna be great so if you want to help us out again go to patreon.com slash laugh and be blessed there's three different ways to help out there's a three dollar tier a ten dollar tier and a twenty dollar tier and that's monthly donations to the show and it's uh, it's very safe way of, of just uh, helping out, um, you know, just artists that you like. So if there's like YouTube artists that you like or other podcasts that you listen to, more than likely they also have a Patreon. So if you don't want to give to this show, but you want to give to other artists that you like a lot, by all means do that. I just like people supporting people uh, just chasing their dreams. Yeah. So either way, uh, we do want to say a special thanks, though, to our Patreon supporters this month, and that would be uh, Lindsay and Danielle, Rachel and Pam, Jared and Shan, and Fawn. Yay! Um, you guys are fantastic. We love you so much. And, um, and the cool thing is we get to see you guys at shows. That was another thing that I didn't mention about the Evansville show. Mm. Um Someone who listens to the podcast actually drove like a, what was it, like an hour and a half, two hours yeah. to get to, to come to the show to see us. Yeah. We were excited. Not just me, to see Chia too. Yeah. So Cheyenne, we love you. It was so good to it see you. It was good to see you. It Sorry was... if I'm not like a very talkative person when I'm actually in a group of people. Turns out I'm kind of weird when I meet new people and I like have... She's a little shy. I, I don't mean to be. I'm I just know. like... I don't know what to say. Cheyenne seemed like Are she was really shy too, though. Care to be honest, about what I say. I had a lot of fun though, and honestly, we were kind of talking about it. Um, if you guys want to go, because you live close to us, if you want to go get lunch or dinner or something sometimes with us, we'd love to do that. <laughs> Did we had you just fun. Ask another couple out on a date through our podcast. Yeah. All right. Is that weird? We do things. Is it weird? I mean, this is coming from the guy who got my phone number from his computer at work, so no. So I'm, this is uh, <laughs> updated stalking. There right? you go. It's, they were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We kind of listen to your podcast. <laughs> Don't make it weird. <laughs> They're like, we listen to two episodes and She's now you're creeping us friends. up. Yeah. No, I just had fun. Like, I had fun yeah. sitting there and talking and just cutting up. And, and, I, and I told them that. I was like, can we just do this instead of doing the show? Like, I'm having fun doing this. So... Uh, we should definitely uh, do it again sometime. Yeah. <laughs> so why do you always make me creepier than mm-hmm. I feel like I am? I mean. Maybe I don't realize what a creep I am. You're not a creep. <laughs> He's sweet. Uh, <laughs> He's all right. sweet. All right. Well, that brings us to topic of the show. And now, time for tots. The topic of the show. 
Oh, yeah. So topic of the show this week is a surprise to Chia. It is. I like doing Everything these. Everything is a surprise to me. So because of uh, what happened to us over the weekend on our drive home where it was like real spooky. Yeah. And it was very like uh, supernatural-like. Yes. I decided that the topic this week is going to be... Are we going to talk about supernatural and the Winchesters? Most haunted places in Indiana. Ooh. Right? You think that's a good one? Why do we always come back to the spooky stuff? Because we like it. We do like spooky stuff. We like it. Stuff. So that's fine. So let's get started. So this okay. is uh, according to the Indie Star. So I pulled up a an article from the Indie Star, and I think it's from October nineteenth, twenty seventeen. And I like I said, I think it's from, and then just read it. it. Just so read it, it is it is okay. from them, uh, from them then. <laughs> then them, them wrote it then, <laughs> you know? Uh, so this is according to uh, EMF ratings. Ooh. So EMF ratings, that's the thing that you see on like uh, paranormal shows where they hold out the Ghostbusters thing and it's like, it's like a guy, you know what I mean? It's like a Geiger counter or something like that. Like a what? It's like a Geiger counter, like a... Isn't that what it's called? A Geiger counter? I don't know what that is. F- for like nukes, nukes and stuff? Like it's to see like... Counting how many Geigers there are? I know of at least <laughs> two for sure that we're close to. Uh, so anyways, let's move past me not knowing words. Um, here's a fun fact. Most okay. ghost hunters have been arrested at least once because they failed to contact the property owners or local authorities ahead of time. Huh. So for anyone out there... Who uh, is, you know, like a amateur ghost hunter, maybe make some phone calls first. We're looking out for you. Yeah. Okay, so let's go get to started. the proper channel. So uh, there's 10 that we're going to go over, and then there's a couple bonus ones, all okay. right? Do you think you can name any of them? No. You, you can't think of a single no. thing in, in Indiana that's haunted? No. Okay, cool. This is going to be fun then. So the first one is Hacienda Restaurant. So, a restaurant? Uh, it's a restaurant. Is it operational? Uh, so this says once oh, a... Oh, p- I actually just thought of one. What? The hospital. Okay. Uh, I'm not lying. Well, every hospital is probably haunted. Okay. Let's be real. So Hacienda Restaurant, uh, once a private mansion, Hacienda Mexican Restaurant is rumored to be haunted by apparitions of those who used to live here. Some stories say one apparition belongs to a maid with whom the mansion's owner had an affair. Ooh. When the maid became pregnant, he shunned her, so she hanged herself in the attic. Other stories say the owner became one of the apparitions after he shot himself in the basement. Odd things have been reported, such as lights, electrical appliances, and water faucets working on their own. Oh, I was going to say, I feel like someone put those things in there. (laughs) There's some weird stuff, dude. There's like, all this, one day we were gone, we came back, and there was just... Uh, there's just a toilet in here. And it's like, well, yeah, we called the plumbers. Like, they came in and they they installed a bathroom. So they're working on their own. Uh, yeah. Okay. Then. Yeah, they just come on. <laughs> Which is always funny to me that it's always it always seems like uh, haunted houses are also houses who just have really bad electrical problems. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it's the like lights keep flickering. It's like, well, check your wiring. Building. Yeah. You know, it's like, that's not a ghost. Why do ghosts always go after the lights? I don't know. Why is lights easy to manipulate if you're dead? That's true. That's all I'm saying. So uh, the Hacienda restaurant is in Mishawaka, actually, which I was going to do a show in Mishawaka. It got postponed. Mm-hmm. I should be going back in the next couple months. And I'm going to see if Andy Beningo will go to this Mexican so, restaurant with so, me. So, yeah, it's at, it's operational then. I believe so. Okay. That's what it's, it seems like it is, yeah. So that's number 10. Number 9 is Avon Haunted Bridge. Have you ever heard of this haunted bridge in Avon? I know I haven't. Uh, no. 
All right, I feel so, like I have heard of a haunted bridge. Yeah, but I don't think it's this one though. Okay. Uh, so, uh, <clears throat> I'm just a scary voice. Are okay. you ready? Do it. Spooky. The Avon Haunted Bridge is a railroad bridge built in 1906. The legend goes a mother was walking with her baby on the tracks when they fell to their deaths. Locals would say every time you drove under the bridge, you had to honk to drown out the sound of the ghost of the mother's wails. Some locals still honk today. Is that a good voice? Yeah, but does, does your throat hurt? No, not at all. No? No, I didn't go in with it. Oh. I just yeah. held it. I was going to say. I held it. I held it that in the back. That was very impressive. So that's Avon Haunted Bridge. Uh, that has a... Oh, uh, Hacienda has an EMF rating of 83.6. Okay. I guess I should have said that. I don't know what that means. <laughs> that could like, be out of a thousand. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that means. So that's obviously in Avon. Okay. So um, also, I'm gonna we're going to go over these. If any of you know of any of these, if you any of you have have proof of these or you've you've been through it yeah. or have other ones we want to know yes, about it tell us. Uh, so there's a couple ways you can tell us number one you can go to uh you can email us at jake and chia that's j-a-k-e-a-n-d-c-h-i-a at gmail.com so jake and chia at gmail.com you can email us there or you can go to uh jake rubles blessed ones on facebook and just post in the group there that's probably the easiest way that we will see and then a lot of other people see it so um, or you could go to jakerubel.com and just click contact us there. And whatever way is easiest for you. We want to know. We like these. So if you have any, like, Indian haunting things. So, okay. <clears throat> so that was the Haunted Bridge. Uh, number eight is Whispers Estate. So. I feel, I've seen, <clears throat> I've heard of Whispers. So I think so because uh, it does no, say. No, I, I have. I know I have. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might be right. <laughs> All right. Here we go. You ready? Yeah. <clears throat> I got to go spook spook voice. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> spooky time. Featured on some TV shows, the estate is said to be the site of many paranormal occurrences, including apparitions. Why do they keep saying apparitions? You know what I mean? Are they ghosts or apparitions? They, yeah. I'm just going to say ghosts. <laughs> including ghosts, <laughs> voice phenomena, jiggling doorknobs, tremors. Now, tremors, that's not paranormal. That's a monster. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's, they're, uh, uh, first of all, they're called graboids. Grow up. <laughs> well, what they're feeling is the tremors. From the graboids. But they're from the... Unexplained g- smells. Well, then our house is haunted. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, unexplained smells. And, like, why does it smell like feet in here <laughs> yeah is it is it sulfur like what are you smelling Do you know how often because <laughs> this is the farting we... <laughs> the most farting house too yeah you fart so much <laughs> i do why do i think I gas oh shaking so furniture and a vortex why did they say it like that so jiggling doorknobs tremors unexplained smells shaking furniture and a vortex. What a vortex? What is a vortex? Like a black hole? We <laughs> <laughs> come to Whispers Estates and be sucked into the black a hole. Vortex. <laughs> I feel like I'm I need wondering. to look up this definition. So this is in Mitchell. So this is in Mitchell, India. So this isn't a very far drive for us. I think we should go to some of these creepy things sometimes. You want to know why I don't want to do creepy things? Why? I'm scared it'll come back with us. It will. Like, I don't care to go see these places, but I don't want, like, something to latch on to me and come back. What was the EMF rating there? Uh, 84.4. A vortex is just a mass of swirling fluid uh, or air, especially a whirlpool or whirlwind. Okay, so that's scary. 
So like that little mini scary. tornadoes. Yeah, dude, you wanna like that's the scariest haunting I could think of. <laughs> just tiny tornadoes. Like, what if it just picks the cats up, and all of a sudden you have a tornado just full of cats? It's, it's catnado. I don't want a catnado cat-nado. <laughs> in Whispers State. <laughs> So that's uh, that's in Mitchell. Okay. All right. So now we have uh, number seven is called Rhodes Hotel. You ever hear Rhodes Hotel? No, I haven't hear, heard. All right. Hear, heard. I my ears have never been opened up to Rhodes Hotel, so I ain't real sure what you're speaking of. All right. Uh, then the 1893 hotel, once patronized by John Dillinger, is rumored to be haunted by many spirits. So this is like a very popular place. Like ghosts come here to hang out. It's yeah. not just like a spirit. It's like it's there's a, a bunch. Spot. Yeah, they're just like let's all go hang out over here at Rhodes Hotel. It's- Witnesses have reported shadows. Okay, so if there's a light, there's gonna be a shadow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's shadows in what this kind room right of now. Shadows. Exactly. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> and apparitions of men, women, and children. Why not just say people? Ghosts. Men, women, and children. Like that's you covered it all. <laughs> that's just people. Those are so they've just seen apparitions. Like now you're just trying or to get ghost. a you're trying to get a word count here, indie indie star. You're trying to get the, a higher word count in your article. Uh, oh, as well as disembodied voices, footsteps. Like, how can there be disembodied footsteps? Like a foot is no, a part of a body. No, it's disembodied voices, comma footsteps. I did not read the comma. <laughs> Lights that I work on their own and doors that open and close. Well, of course they close and they open. Or even slam by themselves. I'm slowly becoming Macho Man Randy Savage on accident. <laughs> Listen here, brother. <laughs> I'm not meaning to do that. I love it because this is how we watch scary movies, too. Mm. We just criticize everything. Oh, 100%. Yeah, we sometimes want to actually do like a commentary on one, but uh, Chia cuts us too much. Uh <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, here's something that, uh, making a joke about the shadows thing. So this is Rhodes Hotel. It's got a EMF rating of 84.9. This is Atlanta, Indiana. Um, so I actually have seen, uh, what's this one called? Oh, Rhodes, Rhodes Hotel. Hotel. Okay. I have seen, so we used to live in a haunted house and, uh, not like a, not like a touristy haunted house. It was just a house that t- happened to be haunted at the time. <laughs> Uh, and I seen, I was about to walk outside one day and I felt something kind of behind me and I turned around and there was like a shadow of a person that was just standing there and it almost looked like it could just be like my shadow if the sun was hitting just right. But the shadow turned away from me and walked away and I didn't move. Because clouds moved over the sun. Mm, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, it could be. I'm not like, I'm not for or against it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's possible. Uh, but I've definitely seen some weird stuff. All right, let's move on. So number six is James Allison Mansion. All right, so built from 1911 to 1913, the mansion is said to be haunted. Sources may be a little girl who was visiting and drowned in the basement pool, or James Allison himself. Is there a pool in the basement. Yeah, it's kind of weird. And also, it's like it's said they're like the mansion is said to be haunted. Sources may be a little girl. So like, as the source that says oh, it's haunted, yeah. like I thought that was a weird way of saying. It. Like a little girl told me this place is haunted. I don't know. She's swimming in a pool, and then she died. It's like, was she the ghost, or did she tell you how she was drowning? The little girl's apparition, ghost. Stop mm-hmm. saying that. The little girl's ghost has been seen and witnessed. I messed up. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> the little girl's apparition has been seen, and witnesses also have reported voices in the attic. Objects that move Did she by die themselves. In the basement of the attic? <laughs> objects that disappear, and furniture that is rearranged. So like my did my mom go there? You know, because she rearranges furniture all the time. I'm still really my mom's about this whole. Yeah, because it's like she died in the basement, but I hear her in the attic. But who has a like? I feel like something shady was happening anyways. If there's a pool in the basement. Yeah, I don't know, man. So this has an EMF rating of 85, and that is in Indianapolis. Um, all right, so Elkhart Civic Theater. Is or, there Elkhart? Or Bristol Opera House is what it's also called. All right. <sighs> well, here's the funny thing. I've not read any of this. I just pulled this up, and mm-hmm. I've, I've not read any of this yet. So okay. uh, this one's longer. I'm probably going to mess up lots of things, but then I'll just make it up. <laughs> so it's anyways. <laughs> I don't even have a, a an article in front of me. I'm just making all this stuff up as I go. The Elkhart Civic Theater, housed in an 1897 building, is said to be haunted by ghosts who send books and papers flying off shelves, levitate small objects, run sewing machines, and project moving shafts of light. Shadows. Why is there sewing machines in a theater? That's what I was just thinking. Well, maybe for like uh, costume design and stuff like that. Oh, see, I'm thinking like movie theater. You're, it's probably like like theater. Well, it says Bristol Opera House as well. So an opera house, that would be like a theater. I guess that's true. You know? Uh, oh, also, shadows and an apparition of a floating dark-haired woman have been seen by both. Okay, if it's a shadow, of course it's going to be dark-haired. You know, you ever seen any blonde shadow people? Like, they, you, they're not There's out there. There's a shadow right? person with bright red hair. Yeah, it's like, that, is, that doesn't really happen very often. Oh, man. Oh, oh yeah, dark-haired women have been seen by both staff members and theater guests. Staff members claim to have been grabbed by a ghost when no one else is around. So, obviously, the, the, the claim is false. Uh, <laughs> Percy, a.k.a. Percival Hilbert, stupid name, is the name of a ghost. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Percy. I don't want to be chased by that ghost. Could you imagine if a ghost named Percy just lived in our house? And he's just like, all right, Percy, shut up. Oh, man, I grew up in a house and Dad said that there was a ghost named Alice who lived there. I forgot. Alice? I literally forgot until just this moment. So, uh, That's really creepy. I need to talk to my mom and dad about that. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, Percy is the name of a ghost believed to reside here. He was a handyman who lived in the basement with his wife and two daughters after they were evicted in the Depression era. His spirit is said to manifest as moving shafts of light. He is also believed to have turned up in a photo during a ghost hunt. Yeah, right. Um... I don't know. I guess that's true. I have I, seen some photos of, of. I was gonna say there's yeah. a picture of one of my previous coworkers. Oh yeah. 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 Uh huh. And some creepiness going on behind him, and it's <clears throat> it's kind of blurry, but it it looks like a person, an apparition behind him. Yeah. So um, that is in Bristol, so not Elkhart, which Elkhart and Bristol is probably like right next to each other. I don't know. But that has an EMF rating of 85.7. So we're cruising. You know, we're cruising. Here's one that's uh, surprising, and you're going to be shocked at this one. Okay. All right? Okay. Are you ready? 
French Lick Springs Hotel. Okay. Why would that surprise me? Because it's like the French Lick like hotel, like the oh, resort, like it's a historic it place in French Lick. Is that where everybody goes when they go to French Lick? Uh, I think so. I don't know. I know there's like a casino. There's probably a couple places, but this was surprising to me. I thought you'd be more shocked. Oh my god, I'm so surprised. Thank that you. Place? You know why you should be surprised of it? Why? This historic resort hotel complex. <laughs> I, that it's what a weird complex. What a weird way of me saying it just now. <laughs> this historic resort hotel complex. It's <laughs> Is like that... it's like a it's I kind of have a, a historic resort complex. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know? This historic resort hotel complex is said to be... I still said it weird. <laughs> this place is said to be haunted by former owner Thomas Targay. Uh, tar, 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 Targay? Taggett. It's Taggett. <laughs> it's Taggett. Why am I such an idiot? All right. Former owner Thomas Taggett. Who lingers around the service elevator as mists and phantom tobacco smells. <laughs> this is just co-workers. This, okay, let me just say this again. It says that the complex is said to be haunted by former owner Thomas Taggett, who lingers around the service elevator as mists and phantom tobacco smells. So meaning... This is co-workers that are smoking inside, and whenever their boss comes up to them, and they're like, what are you doing? They're just like, oh, I think it was a ghost. <laughs> Look a at this. mist. Why does it smell like tobacco? <laughs> I had no idea that... Uh... Mist, or what we often refer to as smoke. Smoke. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is so fun. Uh, okay. He is said to expert. Who is said, Mr. Mr. Tagay? <laughs> I'm even. I'm saying tag it, and it's it's tag art. Let me look at it. It's T A G G A R T. Taggart. Taggart. Yeah, it's Taggart. Tag yeah, it's Taggart. Uh, Taggart is said to expertly operate the elevator from beyond when the place gets busy. So, like, the elevator has problems. It, go, so, it works on its own. So, like, someone gets in and they need to go to the fourth floor. They accidentally hit the second. They said, oh, shoot, I meant the fourth. And it still goes because yeah. he's just like, I got you. I'm an expert. No, no, they hit the fourth, but it stops at the second randomly because they already hit that button. You didn't make sense. Yes, I did. <laughs> he is also said to appear riding a horse in the ballroom or down the halls. So, like, this was a... This guy partied. Is this Hogwarts? I'm really confused. Yeah, th- no, like, if this... If this headless hunt? I want to go to the... If, this, if there's a ghost, just, like... And I picture... And the, the, the article doesn't say this, but I feel like he's not wearing any clothes. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Why did you jump to that? Because if you're just if you're just a guy who smells like tobacco smoke riding a horse down a hallway, you're not sober, therefore you don't have clothes on. So this is a drunk, old, rich ghost rolling around naked so, on a horse. It's safe to assume, then, every time you got drunk, you just ran around butt naked the entire time. No, but every time that I was drunk riding a horse down a hotel room hallway, I would have been naked. You know, every every time you don't I guess wear if clothes. You're throwing caution to the wind, you just throw it all. That it's exactly you just throw them pants right off. 
Oh, and he holds ghostly parties that the staff have heard through closed doors when no one else is in the ballroom, which means that the owners are throwing a party and didn't invite the employees. <laughs> They're just like, well, no, I didn't hear anything. What you there was a party? I didn't hear it at all. Oh, a red stain is said to appear in a guest room bathtub where a bride committed suicide, and the cleaning staff claim the whole sixth floor is haunted by shadows breezes, footsteps, disembodied laughter, and ghosts who call the front desk from unoccupied rooms. So prank calls, we got (laughs) ventilation issues to where the laughter is carried from other floors and the breezes come through. Um, There's some lighting issues because of the shadows, so. Also, a ghostly African-American, why do they have to say that? A ghostly African-American bellhop has been shown up in photos of the bellhop stand. Were they like an old white dude or or the white cleaning (laughs) They're just like, by the the way, this ghost was an African-American. But if it's, if they're all, they don't, (laughs) they don't have to say that. So that's, (laughs) that's in French Lick. They have an 86.1. EMF rating, and I don't know if the EMF rating. I'm speaking to you. <laughs> I don't know if the EMF rating uh, picks up ghost horses. You know, mm. <laughs> so it, it might be. It, only it might be higher. <laughs> also, if there's a ghost horse, like why don't you ever see ghost dogs or ghost cats or anything? Like, does the ghost human have to be like, no, ghost horse, you come with me? It's like the I only think, way I think that the animal. Attached. So they're just attached. What did yeah. he do to that poor horse? Uh, did did they have to die? The yeah, that's what yeah. I said. Did they have to die at the same time? This I smell. I smell shenanigans. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. All right, number three. Uh, we need to. We need to get moving. Uh, number three is Finch Cemetery. The late 1800s, Finch Cemetery at the Jay County Conservation Club is said to hold the grave of a boy named Cinderella. Oh, well, no like, wonder yeah, you, you know, I would uh, 100% haunt I mean, my parents. Let me see the name so I know you're always saying it right. <laughs> no, it's Cinderella. Oh, oh Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, so, okay. Uh, yeah, if I, if I was named Cinderella, you're all getting haunted. Just a heads up. <laughs> Who did that? Rumor has it that the gravestones here shift or disappear. If you count the gravestones on the way to Cinderella's grave, you will count 13. But on the way back, there are only 11. So you took a different path back. Right. You know, I'm it's like, like you, mm. Or they're just, you can't see it. They're in front of the other ones. You just, right. <laughs> you just can't like, see it. What, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's weird. I, I kind of want to go test this one out. Oh, I do too. So this is in Portland. Okay. I didn't even. I don't even know where Portland, Indiana is. Never heard of Portland, know. Indiana. So that's an eighty-six point four EMF rating. That one sounds kind of cool. Like graveyards we are creepy, but yeah, like but. We're I, going I, during the I'll daytime. Uh, number two, Saint Mary's College, Lamans Hall or Lemans, Lemans. Is that is it Lemans? Lemans. Lemans class. Sure. <laughs> A scary apparition of a girl hanging from a noose. Uh, technically, all apparitions, they're gonna be all going to be scary. Right. You know, like, even if a ghost popped up that was serving me ice cream, I'm going to be like, dude, you're a little, you're scaring me. Yeah. But I'll take some strawberries. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, 
Uh, this scary ghost of a girl hanging from a noose has been witnessed at the Lamans Hall Bell Tower. Legend has it that she committed suicide in that very spot years ago. Also, the infirmary on the fourth floor is said to sport bloodstains resulting from a girl's death. To sport bloodstains? Sport? Who wrote this? You know? <laughs> said to Ellen. sport blood. Ellen doesn't sound that interesting. Yeah, I don't care about that one. So that's a Notre Dame. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's, but it has an EMF rating of 87. So supposedly a lot of people have seen this girl hanging from the bell tower. That would be kind of uh, creepy to see. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I almost said that'd be kind of cool to see, but I, it wouldn't be no. cool. I'm not going to be fun. This one. This next one, I've never heard of this. Is this number one? This is number one, but okay. then there's a couple bonus ones, uh, which is like, why didn't you just say there's 20? Right. You know what I mean? I, is there that like, many extras? I don't know how many there are. I'm just saying. I haven't read this article. <laughs> so this is number one. This is Zion United Church of Christ Cemetery. Okay. okay? Um, I'm going to read it, but the location is really what's going to surprise you. Okay. Are you sure this time? I'm pretty sure because okay. it was surprising to me. The spooky sort love. What is this even? The spooky sort love Zion Church Cemetery. What? The spooky sort love. There's no comma. There's okay, no. Okay, that's what they're trying to say. I got you. Yeah, the spooky sort of people love to go to the cemetery. So I feel like that was a weird way of wording. Oh, for it. sure. Okay. <clears throat> Weirdos love Zion Church <laughs> Cemetery. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, I'll try again. <clears throat> Gothic teenagers love Zion Church Cemetery. Hey. Say locals. The area is a hot spot for unexplained lights and sounds, ghostly whispers, eerie sensations, and the feeling of being watched. Some say a helpful ghost is known to leave the cemetery to stop cars and tell folks to turn back if they get too close to the cursed ground. That sounds pretty cool, right? Mm-hmm. This is, I'm guessing it's close. So this is an uh, EMF rating of 87.5, which makes okay. it sound like it's pretty legit, right? Yeah. City? Yeah. Poland? Oh. Yeah, this is in Bowling Green, Poland. This is Bowling Green, Poland Road. That's where you're from. I'm from Poland, Indiana. Whoa. I've never heard of this. I need to go check it out. There was a time, though, uh, when I was little that I was running through the graveyard next to Horseman's Campground. Mm-hmm. And um, it was me and the kid who like lived next door to me and a couple of his cousins. And it was really dark out, and we were running through the graveyard. And uh, someone, one of us fell in, the gra- in a grave, an Ooh. open grave. Now, this is an old, old graveyard. Like, they don't bury people here anymore. Like, yeah. super, super old. No one goes there. Like, the weeds are super tall and stuff. And someone fell in an open grave. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, we all got, like, really freaked out by it, ran home. And they had, like, uh, they said it was blood. I don't think it was blood on them. But whenever we went back, there was no open graves. Like, whenever we went back in the daytime, there was no graves that were open. Yeah, but there was always a lot of people who said that there was Satanists who lived out there. So people were like, yeah, they probably just dug up the graves for the bodies. And I'm like, I don't think that's the way Satanists work. Yeah. You know, I think they want new ones. Uh, I don't even know if that was ever like <laughs> No, it's not a real thing. thing. Yeah, I don't, oh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know anything that's about true. it. So this is what we got to go check this out. Like okay. we're out there all the time. So, yeah, we'll, we'll that's one. 
Okay, so this is one. <clears throat> I'm just. I'm not gonna do the the creepy stuff for all these. I'm just gonna go through them because these are the bonus ones. All right. Okay. So. There's, uh, have you ever heard, her, hello, Chia, I'm your husband, <laughs> and I will speak to you now very clearly. Uh, have you ever heard of the Carolina Street Demon House? No. So this is in Indianapolis, and but the EMF rating is only 79.5, so it's not as high as the other ones, but it's one of the most famous um, haunted houses in Indiana. It's in Gary, Indiana, actually. Mm-hmm. I said Indianapolis, didn't you I? You did. It's in Gary, it's Indiana, quite sorry. quite a bit further up. Yeah, so the house was said... <clears throat> Whatever, I could do the voice. The house was said to be haunted by more than 200 demons. Witnesses have reported levitating children, swarms of flies that mysteriously appear in winter, footprints, and our favorite word, apparitions. <laughs> the demons were believed to have possessed the three children of the family who lived there. Three children? Come on, don't. That's scary. I don't like that. And caseworkers, priests, and police called to the scene all testify to the story. However, reports say that the family doctor visited and determined the children were mentally unsound and simply putting on a performance. And their mother, Latoya Amons, had put up many religious shrines inside the home. I wonder why the kids were unsound. I said home real weird because I, I said house and home together, so it was like home. home. <laughs> the children were taken to child services Zach Baggins <laughs> that's what it says B-A-G-A-N-S Baggins it's gotta be Zach Baggins of Bag End <laughs> I just to say that I forgot. <laughs> that part I made up <laughs> Zach Baggins of TV's Ghost Adventures purchased the house after filming a documentary he had the home Again, it was house. And it's house this time. He had the house demolished. So it's like he filmed a documentary and then he's just like, all right, tear it down. I don't want no one else being able to do what I just did. We need to watch that documentary. All right, so uh, here's some more bonuses. Um, Hotel Attica. A glowing apparition has been seen in several hotel rooms late at night or in the early hours of morning. Guests have reported seeing their closet doors open and close by themselves. Yeah, because the people who work there are creeps and they're watching you <laughs> as you sleep. And there's like hidden doors. Uh, so that's the <laughs> EMF rating of 82.9 and that is an Attica. Uh, Tunnelton Tunnel. This is the one I think you were thinking of okay. whenever you're talking about the bridge. The apparition of a man who was decapitated during the tunnel's construction has been reported. Many folks say he appears to be searching for his head. How original. One rumor states that there's a graveyard atop the tunnel, and during its construction, some of the bodies fell through into the tunnel. Another legend tells of a ghost family killed long ago when their horse and buggy crashed into the river down the hill. Witness say, witness, witness say, witnesses, that's more than one, that's more than one witness, plural of witnesses, witnesses, so witnesses, all of them say, they have heard the family's screams. I felt like that was like anticlimactic because I screwed up the last (laughs) word so much. Uh, So that's in Bedford. Okay. So that's in 82. Uh... Bombs Bridge Inn. This inn is reported to be home to an apparition. Sur- Come on, guys. Surrounded by dim light, 
He is said to appear around midnight and may be a bit shy. Like, that's what I like to... I just, I like my ghost to be a little bit shy. (laughs) God. Rumor has it that if you look at him too long, he will become enraged and appear in front of you in a split second. staring at him. He's shy. Leave him alone. Yeah, that's like... Yeah, he's shy. But it says that he'll become enraged and appear in front of you in a split second. That's terrifying. Wow. Out of everything I just read, that's the scariest thing. Like, whenever we watch uh, scary movies and the ghosts move, like, real fast and all of a sudden they're, like, right yeah. in front of you, that terrifies me because <laughs> I'm slow. I just feel bad for the guy. Uh, that's an EMF rating of 81.8, and that's in Couts. Never heard of it. Uh, so, the Hannah House. Whoa. Yeah, in Indianapolis. This is a Hannah house. Uh, so that's okay. Some of the ghosts at this historic house are said to be hidden slaves, one of whom accidentally tripped over a lamp, igniting a fire. Those killed were said to be buried in the very cellar where it happened. Witnesses have described a lot of activity in the cellar, including apparitions of slaves, moans and groans, in cold spots, former owner, Mr. Hannah himself, also has been seen upstairs on the balcony, and an older woman's apparition has been seen here as well. Hmm. I don't think it's the same Hannah house worth that, it. Enough. Yeah, I don't think so. So that's EMF rating 81.5. That is in Indianapolis. Uh, Indiana Central State Hospital. The 1948 Indiana Hospital for the Insane turned into the Central State Hospital in 1926. It is said to be haunted by many patients who suffer abuse here. Well, suffered, because it's as before. Mm -hmm. They suffered abuse here in the hospital's dark past. Witnesses have described shadows, apparitions, women's screams, electrical devices that turn on and off by themselves, Unexplained noises, footsteps, and moans. Well, it was, what, built in the 20s? Yeah, so there's going to be electrical issues. 1848. You have to say 1920s now. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, it was built, it was 1848, whenever it was an insane uh, institution, and then it was uh, in 1926, whenever it was turned into an actual hospital. And that's, uh, so what I say, that's Indianapolis, that's 80.3 EMF rating, uh, Rockport Inn. This inn was built in the night, sorry, in the 1850s <laughs> as a private home and was one of the first buildings in the area to have glass windows. Ooh la la. It is rumored to have been part of the Underground Railroad. It's also rumored to have a ghost. <laughs> Not an apparition this time. <laughs> like they're just like this place has a ghost next <laughs> an apparition of the wife and owner wife of an owner is said to walk the halls seen and heard by both guests and employees for many years emf rating 79.5 that is in rockport um, I'm going to skip through some of these because you are getting bored, Chia. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. I see you're getting pretty bored. So we're going to move down to, okay, here's one. Uh, Step Cemetery. You've heard of this one. I've heard of this so one. So I was surprised you didn't say this one. Okay. Well, Small Step Cemetery has about 25 graves and has roles in many local legends. From its founding by cult members to a grieving mother who committed suicide after losing her baby. 
Her apparition, according to witnesses, appears dressed in black and crying over the baby's grave. EMF rating 72.3, that is in Martinsville, Indiana. Hmm. I have friends who have gone to gone to step a lot. Yeah. I never went because it creeped me out. Never, have, has anything ever happened while they were there? Uh, one of my friends, uh, allegedly, one of my friends, they went there. Um, they went to the stump because the lady's supposed to be sitting on a stump or something like that. So they went to like the stump where she's supposed to be... Uh, said some stuff. I don't know what they did there. I'm sure they were jerks about it. And they started hearing things and they got like a really eerie feeling. So they went to leave. And as they were leaving, their back glass shattered. Oh. So, and like nothing, like a rock or anything didn't go through. There was nothing in there, but they said that their back glass shattered. So that, but again, that could be like one of those things. Um, Okay. So, oh, here's one in Fortville. Okay. Built, this is called the Ivy House. Built in 1921 by Dr. Jess E. Farrell, the Ivy House Bed and Breakfast is said to have a haunt that came with the purchase of an antique piano. The owners say the instrument brought with it a ghost who makes the non-musically sounds of banging and footsteps. So this is a person who just never learned to play the piano. And then died before they were good at it. So yeah. now they're just like, all right, fine. No one's going to like it. <laughs> you know, I can never play this thing. Now you're all going to hate it. So that's a 68.8. That's in Fortville. Um, the Slippery Noodle Inn, I guess, is haunted. Uh, that's in Indianapolis. Um, Indianapolis Athletic Club. Huh. That's, the, again, Indianapolis. Um, so, yeah. So there's that's the most haunted places in Indiana. Hmm. So uh, that was fun. Yeah. I like the voice. I like it too. Uh, maybe, maybe you could do a voice next time. I Give me your voices. creepy voice. I don't, I literally can't. Oh, that's scary. <laughs> stop it. No, stop. Seriously, we have to end the, end the podcast. Voice. All right. Well, thank you very much for tuning in to this episode of Laugh and Be Blessed. We love everything uh, about you, uh, specifically, especially all the hauntings that, uh, that you believe in. Or don't. (laughs) Again, if you have any, like, haunt, even if you're not in Indiana, we just like creepy stories like that. So if you want to tell us, like, uh, a ghost story that has has happened to you that you've witnessed or whatever, email us or um, join our Facebook group. Let us know there. Jake Rubel's Blessed Ones. And, uh, yeah, we'd just love to hear it. So thank you for everything you guys do. Please leave us a review. You know, it'll take a couple of seconds. Just leave us a review and, and let people, other people know that, hey, this guy is an idiot. Uh, no, don't say that. Be nice. All right. We love you guys very much. Have a great week. We will see you next week. We won't see you and you won't see us, but by golly, you're going to hear us <laughs> next week. So uh, just remember. Laugh and be blessed.